It's time to go under the hood with the Indy Fuel. Welcome to this edition of Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. I am the broadcast voice of the Fuel, Andrew Smith. As we get into late July 2019, that means we're just a couple of months away from the start of the Fuel's training camp, as well as training camps throughout the ECHL. Head coach Doug Christensen has six players under contract for the upcoming season, and we'll see more signed to play for the Fuel here in the coming weeks as We'll see probably close to 30 in a training camp when that begins in late September. The most recent signing is what I'm really excited about, Carl Elmire. He's a forward from the University of Connecticut, native of Montreal, and he had a breakout season last year for UConn. Does a little bit of everything for the Huskies. He had 13 goals and 14 assists in 34 games. He was the Huskies' second leading scorer last year, and he has a tremendous amount of skill And he does a little bit of everything. He led Hockey East with seven power play goals last year. He had a pair of shorthanded goals, plays all the special teams, and is, again, something we've noticed a lot with the young players who have signed with a fuel, a leader on this team. And so he's the second signing to come directly from college to the fuel, joining Brendan Warren, who was signed back in June. And he'll be joined as well as Brendan Warren, by Sam Tebow, who is the one returnee who has been signed to an ECHL contract for the Fuel this upcoming season, as well as goaltender Charles Williams, defenseman Tim Shoup, and forward Joe Sullivan, all of whom played for head coach Doug Christensen with the Manchester Monarchs last year. Joe Sullivan, of course, was the guest on our most recent podcast. Today's guest is Tim Shoup. Like Joe Sullivan, he was a member of the Indiana Ice's Clark Cup championship team in junior hockey in 2014, and so he is returning to Indy. Matter of fact, he and Joe Sullivan were roommates, and we'll talk about that on the podcast later on with Tim. So Tim Shoup, native of Pittsburgh, will be our guest later on. Six players signed so far. We'll see a few more signed at the ECHL contracts, and of course, Keep an eye on what the Rockford Ice Hogs are doing, as we'll see a number of players as well playing for the fuel on American Hockey League contracts to Rockford. We've kind of hit that point in the summer. There's not a lot going on in the ECHL as far as news. Teams are announcing player signings. We've seen a couple of new affiliation agreements. The Arizona Coyotes have moved their affiliation to the Rapid City Rush The Kalamazoo Wings and Vancouver Canucks have extended their partnership for a couple of more years as well. On the fuel front, the free agent camp is coming up in a couple of weeks, August 9th and 10th at the fuel tank. You can get information at IndieFuelHockey.com. And of course, get your tickets for the upcoming season as well. 317-925-FUEL or visit IndieFuelHockey.com to secure your seats for the 2019-20 season. That'll begin with a preseason game against the Cincinnati Cyclones at the Indiana Farmers Coliseum on Friday, October 4th. The Fuel will play their first four games on the road starting on October 11th at Wichita. Opening weekend will be October 25th and 26th as the Fuel entertain the Cincinnati Cyclones. One player who will be a part of that is a familiar face, Tim Shoup, and he is our guest 
on this week's edition of Under the Hood. Tim is a native of Pittsburgh, was a state championship player in high school, and then moved on through junior hockey, played for the Indiana Ice in 2013-14, and then spent four years at Dartmouth College, where he was an alternate captain his senior season. He played last season for the Manchester Monarchs, where he had 13 points in 43 games, playing for current Indy Fuel head coach Doug Christensen. Our guest on this edition of the Under the Hood podcast with the Indy Fuel is new Indy Fuel defenseman Tim Shoup. And Tim is returning to Indianapolis. He played on the 2013-2014 Clark Cup champion Indiana Ice team in junior hockey. Uh, played uh, professionally last year in Manchester for Fuel head coach Doug Christensen. And also played collegiately at Dartmouth. Tim, uh, first of all, welcome back to Indy. Uh, just describe uh, what it means to you to be uh, signed with the Fuel and coming back to Indy this coming season. Uh, thank you. Um, it means a lot. Uh, I'm really excited, really happy that uh, Doug got the job in Indy. Uh, I love him as a guy. I love him as a coach. And I'm excited to play for him again this year. Uh, I'm also excited to come back and see some familiar faces in Indianapolis. Hopefully, you know, bring the good luck. Uh, another guy signed with me, Joe Sullivan, he just signed. Uh, he was on that Clark Cup team as well. So hopefully we can bring some luck and maybe get a little championship action going. Winning a championship at any level is really special. Describe what that was like to be able to win a title in your last game in junior hockey. Uh, it was amazing. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to experience that uh, in college. But for for that in juniors, I, it was unbelievable. We... Uh, we had a great team, a lot of great, great guys. They all went on to college, and most of them are playing pro right now. But, yeah, I, we had a great time after. Our uh, our owner t- took great care of us in Indianapolis, and I couldn't have been happier with the experience I got in junior hockey. What's been your favorite thing about uh, being in Indy? What are you most looking forward to about returning? Uh, I love the city. Uh it's not, it has a great feel to it and some familiar faces. I'm excited to get back and uh, get to see my billets again, maybe maybe sneak in a home-cooked meal. You're fairly close to home, too, in Pittsburgh, about a six-hour drive away. Is it nice to be a little bit closer to your hometown and uh, to your family? Yeah, it is. Hopefully, they'll be able to come out to a few games. Uh, last year in Manchester, they didn't make it up too much because it's uh, probably about a 10, 12-hour drive, so... Hopefully my grandparents can make the trip out and get some family to Indy and win some games. Describe what Coach Doug is uh, like to play for and uh, what he did for you last year as a player in Manchester. Uh, Doug Doug is fantastic. He He's really great at communicating with the players, and uh, I really uh, enjoyed the freedom and the advice he gave throughout the season. Very detail-oriented guy and knows, uh, knows how to keep his players in, in line and keep have work hard so happy to be back playing for him again this year and you got a couple of familiar faces you mentioned joe sullivan joe told me you were roommates in junior and also a charles williams your goaltender tell me a little bit about what they're going to bring to the fuel this season oh they're both great guys uh charles williams is an outstanding goaltender he's an absolute brick wall for us last season he took us all the way into the second round of playoffs uh couldn't say couldn't say better things about that guy. Uh, me and Joe were roommates, yeah, in Indy. Uh, we had a good time. Hopefully, we can be roommates again this season if Doug lets us. But yeah, Joe, me and Joe, uh, we played college against each other as well. He went to St. Lawrence, so we seen each other 
uh, throughout our whole careers, and we were happy to be back again together last year, and even more excited to hopefully be roommates this year. What was your path to Manchester? I know you signed with the Orlando Solar Bears last season in the summer, but ended up being able to head to Manchester in November. And how important was that for you and your career? Um, yeah, I was down in Orlando until around Thanksgiving. Uh, loved it there. Uh, didn't work out for me, but I found a better opportunity up in Manchester. Doug gave me a chance to play and let me earn my spot. And I couldn't have been happier with how things worked out. As you head to your second year as a professional, what have you learned from your rookie year that uh, you can really take into this second year and be able to hit the ground running? Um, it's just a different a different style of play, honestly, from college to pro. Uh, it's a lot more puck possession, a lot more skilled of a game. All, the players are a lot better. So I think I improved, uh, improved last year and keep improving this year, and hopefully I can uh, get some points and help the team win some games. Describe yourself as a player. What type of game do you try to play? Um, I find myself as a, a better um, a two-way style defenseman. Um, I'm a decent. I'm pretty good skater, so I try to use my feet and defend as well as I can and jump up in the offense when I see he's needed. Who are some of your influences as a player growing up? Uh, growing up in Pittsburgh, there was a lot, a lot of guys. I mean, I, I was there for the Lemieux Cups at the beginning. Um, I was a really big fan of Paul Coffey. I actually wore 77 all, all growing up. Uh, I loved, I fell in love with Andrew Ference whenever he played in Pittsburgh. And then we got Crosby and Malkin after them. So it was really exciting. I was really, I liked like almost every guy on the team. So it's got to be a great time to be growing up as a hockey player in Pittsburgh with, as you mentioned, the, uh, the Lemieux Yager years at the beginning and then uh, being able to see Crosby and Malkin and all those great players come through and enjoy a few Stanley Cup runs as well. Yeah, Pittsburgh has been absolutely blessed with that, and I hope they can keep it going. I mean, my family, my dad never played hockey or anything, and we kind of just got into it through like my neighbors in like, the city, so... I have to thank them for that. How much have the Penguins done for youth hockey in Pittsburgh and really growing the game in that area? Yeah, they, they, it's done an absolute great job. Uh, Mary O'Neill actually uh, took over one of the organizations that I played for. They used to be the Pittsburgh Hornets, and they moved to the Pittsburgh Pens Elite. And he built a brand-new facility out there and got all the travel teams uh, playing out of that rink. It's great. And I uh, I think he's doing an absolutely amazing job growing it in Pittsburgh, and hopefully we can get some more guys from Pittsburgh playing in the pros. You won a state title playing high school hockey as a sophomore, and then you uh, moved up to uh, AAA and then eventually to junior hockey. When did you realize, I've got a chance to, to play in college, I've got a chance to maybe play professionally? Um, uh, my chance to play in college, it really came when Coach John Rose, he showed up to one of the games when I was playing um, – I think it was my second year of U16s. Uh, yeah, they came out, reached out, and a, a couple other teams came and reached out, and that's when I finally realized that I actually didn't have a team. There was a couple couple other guys from my team that already committed. Uh, Luke Stork was on there. He played at Ohio State. He committed, I think, a year before me. So I was playing with these talented kids, and I always thought I could, and the opportunity presented itself, and I took it. With the longer schedule, the longer playoff than say a typical college season how much did that year of junior help prepare you for the grind that a professional season can be yeah uh college is a lot different than pros i mean 
I think they only play 32 games and we're doing uh, a lot more than that. So it's a lot different. I mean, there's, it's a different style of game when you're playing that much. You, uh, you have to really take care of your body off the ice and be cognizant of, of what you're doing and what you're eating and stuff. Cause it is a long season. It does turn into a grind and, uh, Indy did help me with that. I got a, I think I played around 50 some games, uh, for them. So that was a great, and I think it really helped me prepare for pro. USHL all-rookie team that year. What did that mean to you to uh, receive that honor and then later on in college be uh, able to wear a letter and uh, be one of the leaders at Dartmouth? Uh, the all-rookie team was something uh, great. I actually didn't really find out about that until uh, I saw the video of it, so that was kind of funny. Um, but I think winning that title in Indy would mean way more to me than that. But uh, And then to wear a letter in college was something I don't take very lightly. I mean, we had a lot of good guys that could have worn it and, and I, I was lucky enough to get it. Uh, Dartmouth has a, an outstanding tradition of excellence and uh, I couldn't have been happy to be a part of it. Now, I think uh, you're kind of the answer to a trivia question at Dartmouth. You're the 100th player to play in his 100th <laughs> game for Dartmouth. Uh, what does that mean to you to uh, be able to contribute that much to the long, great hockey tradition they have? Oh yeah, that was uh, that was fantastic. Uh, that, that was uh, it was actually one of the guys that I went to school with was going to get there before me, but he ended up running to tr- some troubles and had to sit out a season uh, due to like injury. So then I actually got it, uh, got 100. I was supposed to be 101, but he got injured, so I snuck in there. Uh, so I thought that was pretty funny, but I don't know. Uh, to all those people that played for me to be the hundredth, uh, I couldn't be happier. You had a chance to play with Tyler Secura, who's now with the Blackhawks as a freshman. Uh, what was it like playing with him? And uh, now you're obviously in the same organization. Yeah, Tyler's uh, he's also another great guy, really skilled player. Uh, I was only with him for one year, and I got to know him pretty well. Uh, he's a great role model, and I've been following his career, and hopefully maybe I could get called up and play with him again. In college, how important – is it to have guys like him who are uh, the seniors who can really help bring you along as a freshman? And then how much uh, did you take that responsibility as well as a senior to help integrate uh, some of the newer players into the team? Yeah, he really uh, helped our class uh, integrate into the the college atmosphere and the lifestyle and showed us how to act and what to do. And I couldn't thank him enough for that. I mean, I carried some of the things he told me and passed it on to uh, the other guys to College hockey is such a big deal in New England. What was it like uh, playing in that atmosphere, in that environment? Oh, it was fantastic. Uh, we used to, for the, our Dartmouth-Princeton game, was one of our favorites. They winning the tennis ball toss game. It, it's fantastic, and we absolutely pack it, and the atmosphere is great up there. So the tennis ball toss, do the uh, tennis balls come out of the stands after the first goal? <laughs> yes, they do, and they, they throw them at everyone. What is your first hockey memory? What's kind of your first memory of either seeing the game, uh, playing the game? What kind of stoked your passion for the sport? Uh, my my earliest memory is just uh, my neighbor used to play in his backyard all the time when I was growing up, and I used to I used to go over there, and they were a little bit older than me, so they used to throw me a net, and I used to sit there and play a little goalie, and that was one of like the first things I remember, just in the backyard shooting pucks on net and playing a little goalie here and there. What's your favorite memory, uh, a couple of your favorite memories, uh, moments so far from your hockey career? My favorite memory is definitely winning the Clark Cup in Indy. Uh, 
maybe maybe top that is Joe's uh, over. He had an overtime winner, I think, in game three or something in Waterloo. That was that was unbelievable. It was a double overtime. I'll never forget that. What's it like to play in a game like that? That uh, double overtime. You're down a game in the series, but it's a close, tight series. You know you need to get a, a win, and where every shift, every play matters and can uh, can end the game. Yeah, it gets pretty stressful. I mean, even the simplest plays in overtime can turn into a goal, so you really have to be careful on what you're doing, and uh, anything can happen. I mean, that's the that's the beauty of the game of hockey. In overtime, you never know which shot's going to go in. You are a government major at Dartmouth. Uh, what are you hoping to do after your hockey career ends? Um, I haven't really thought about it that much. I'm trying to keep my mind on hockey right now and uh, think about the work later. All my friends uh, got jobs and stuff, and I don't think I'm ready for that just yet. Who are some of the most influential coaches you've had to have helped to bring you to this point in your career? Oh, I had some great coaches growing up. Uh, Dave Hansen from Slapshot was one of my coaches. He was hilarious and had some great insight for me. Uh, Dave Hannon, Bob Erie, both those guys played professional for the Pittsburgh Penguins and other teams. Uh, they have a couple cups, I'm pretty sure. Uh, those guys really helped me throughout my career and taught me the little details that can get you to the next level. Who were some of the uh, more influential teammates and some guys you've really enjoyed playing with? Uh, my friend Luke Stork growing up. Uh, we played together all growing up. And I played against them when I was in Indy. He played in Youngstown. So uh, I played against him in pro this year as well. He was on Maine. Uh, so that was nice to play against him. And who knows, maybe we'll end up on the same team sometime. How has your game changed? How has your game grown a little bit in the last five years since uh, a lot of the fans here in Indy have seen you play? Um, I, I think I just have uh, tried to work on my game as much as I can, all aspects. You know, skating is uh, such a big part of the game now. I've really been... Uh, working on that and hopefully I got bigger and stronger since the last time the fans have seen me in Indy. Hopefully I can use that too. What are you most looking forward to this upcoming season? Uh, probably the home opener. I'm really excited to get back in Indy and pl- play my first game there and see the new rink. Uh, I heard it's uh, unbelievable and the facilities are fantastic. So I'm really excited to get there and uh, get the season going. Was the opportunity to play for Coach Doug really drew you to Indy? Uh, yeah, Doug, Doug made it really easy for me. I loved playing for him last year, and when he gave me the call and asked me to come to Indianapolis, uh, I couldn't refuse. Anything else you'd like to share with our fans? I'm really excited to get down there and meet, meet them. Hopefully got some new fans for the fuel and some old fans as well. And I'm excited to meet everybody and play some hockey. Looking forward to seeing you in October, Tim. Uh, thanks a lot. Uh, sounds good. Thank you. It's Indy Fuel defenseman Tim Shoup. I want to thank him for joining us on this edition of Under the Hood with the Indy Fuel. We've got some exciting interviews upcoming, some chats with Fuel personnel, as well as other people who have had an impact on Indianapolis hockey, and maybe some chats with some visitors to Fuel games in the past as well. We'll be sprinkling those in over the next few weeks, and so we'll enjoy indie hockey past and present as we get ready for the 2019-20 indie Fuel season. This is Andrew Smith. Thanks for joining us on this look under the hood with the indie Fuel. We'll see you at the rink. Thanks for going under the hood with the indie Fuel. For more, Keep visiting IndieFuelHockey.com.